So here's the news out of the Ukraine gunfire as at East Ukraine Airport as troops move in, the Associated Press reports. Meanwhile, the uh, uh, AFP is reporting Russian Prime Minister Dmitry Medvedev says Ukraine is on the verge of civil war as Ukrainian authorities crack down on, quote, pro-Kremlin militants, a.k.a. Russian agents inside the Ukraine. How is this all going to play out? Where are we? Let's ask the Weekly Standards, Lee Smith. Lee, thanks so much for your time. Michael, great to be with you. Uh, Yes. Things seem to be getting uh, increasingly bad there. Uh, my understanding is that there are downtowns of some of these eastern Ukrainian cities where the government offices, or whatever, are being held right now by these um, local uh, pro-Russian people, right. aka that's, trained, that's, armed Russian soldiers. Well, that's how they're that, that's how they're describing themselves as, uh, I believe, pro-Russian militias or pro-Russian activists. Right. And I believe that. Western intelligence services, including our own, have identified these as most likely Russian special forces uh, without, uh, you know, without insignias. So I don't understand why Eastern, uh, uh, the EU and America are standing around while the Russians are literally sending people in into a neighboring country. Right. Um, Well. My sense is that that at this point, I think we may have spoken about this in the past, I think there's precious little that um, the White House or the EU are capable of of doing at this moment, how to push back. I mean, mean, the problem is there are a number of different issues here, right? We have a geopolitical problem. We have a border issue. We have the potential for a real war insofar as many people believe that war no longer exists or war looks like... um, an intifada. I mean, we're talking about real tanks. We're talking about right. real armies. This is this is something that might really happen here uh, between Ukraine and Russia. I think that at this point, again, as I said, I think there's. I don't think it had to come to this point necessarily, but I'm afraid I'm sorry to keep coming it back to this White House and the Obama administration. But I think that their weakness was an incitement. I think it suggested to Putin that he could get away with virtually anything, and he has gotten away with virtually everything. This is what we're seeing. Again, I think I may have said this before with you, but right now the administration and the so-called international community is reaping what it has sown over the last several years. Uh, Do you agree with those who say that Vladimir Putin won't do whatever he wants, but he will do everything that we let him get away with? I'm not quite sure I understand the distinction. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, well, you know, I don't think we'll I let mean, him take Paris, will we? I mean, there's got there's a line there somewhere, isn't there, Lee? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he wants to move on Paris. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look, the fact is, if you look at it in different ways, and different people have had, different people have been saying for a long time. Well, I mean, Putin doesn't really need to go into Crimea. He doesn't really need to go into Eastern right. Ukraine. He doesn't really need to do. He doesn't really need a, um, you know, a naval base in the Eastern Mediterranean. And actually, you know, what he has in Tartus is not a real naval base at all. Again, as like as one a uh, as one Central Asian diplomat put it to me last week, like Putin looks at this as though it's a fire sale. Right. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> want all these things. But if you walk into Filene right. and there's an enormous sale, it's like, those pants look OK. Hey, they're thirty dollars. Why not? Right. I'll take them to a tailor. They'll look fine. 
He's just walking through and saying this and this and this and that. So as much as we give him, as much room as he has, he'll take. Again, I mean, the problem is we've gotten to this point where um, is it really worthwhile? Do people really want to step in at this point Mm -hmm. and go to war over Ukraine? I've heard many people say we should have sold Ukrainians weapons. Like, maybe. However, are we winning? Are we willing to win that escalation ladder? Right. Which means at a certain point, Putin is going to take on Ukraine, and then what do we do? We just sell Kiev weapons, or do we go to war on behalf mm-hmm. of Kiev? What happens? No, great uh, point. But again, let me ask, I, let me ask you this then: What, what, what yeah. would you say to uh, if the Ukrainians said to you, "Look, we've got these Russian-trained infiltrators in these eastern Ukrainian towns." We think we need to go in and get rid of them, but other people are saying if you sh- fight them, the Russians will just use that as a, as a pretext to protect the Russian speakers and pour in. Absolutely. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. So if you I mean, fight, you lose, ways, and if you don't fight, you lose. I mean, the problem for the United States is not, I mean, this may sound uh, somewhat cold. Mm-hmm. However, the problem for the United States is not, Putin's moves against Ukraine in particular. The problem for the United States and the international community is Putin. So the question then is, how do you push back on Putin? How do you send him a strong message, a very strong message? And frankly, how do you hit him and hit him hard without hitting him in what he will invariably consider a vital national interest? And the border with Ukraine, what happens with Ukraine? Apparently, he considers this, not surprisingly, a vital national interest. Right. So where are the other places that you can hit Putin? How are the other, how are the other ways you can hurt him? And, and, you know, many people have laughed about the sanctions regime. I agree. Sanctions at this point are somewhat ridiculous. So what are the different options? I mean, you, you know me, Michael. We've spoken about this again and again. But I think that a lot of this started with Syria. Right. I think that the administration, the president's decision to have a joint initiative with, uh, with the Russians over Assad's chemical weapons was preposterous, and I think that was the beginning. But, Lee, Lots all the chemical weapons are gone now. Look at our weakness. But, Lee, all yeah, the chemical right. weapons are gone now. They're yeah, gone. Yeah, right. Syria's exactly. – I'm going to vacation in Syria this summer. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right. The latest, well, by the way, the, just for the, people who don't the, know – The coast is lovely in the summer. Yeah, well, right. the, for the people who don't know, the news out of Syria is that Bashar Assad has essentially eliminated – the rebellion. He's re-solidified his position on power. He still has chemical weapons, and so he. Uh, ends I'm, up I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure about that. If he's okay. if he's. Uh, I mean, I, this rebellion. This this fight is not going to end anytime soon. I mean, certainly Assad is. Uh, Assad has reconsolidated certain positions, but I mean, there are a lot of people who are willing to fight, and and what are they? There's not going to be at this point anyway a Sunni accommodation with Assad. No matter how much the Russians pour in, no matter how much the Iranians pour in, the you know Sunni Syrians and regional Sunnis are not going to come to any sort of accommodation like this. But I, the point that we're talking about, the other point that we're talking about, is like, where do you hit Putin? I think if Putin perceives this as power politics, if he perceives this as great game politics, he wants to reestablish his Russia or himself as a major player, then he has different assets across the board. So then you start to look, okay, where can we hit him? Where can we push him back? Where can we make Putin real? And what's the answer? And recognize that he can't do things like violate national sovereignty. He can't overrun different agreements with impunity. This is what's important for the United States and for the international community. It's to push back against Putin. It's not necessarily Ukraine itself. 
Lee Smith from the Weekly Standard, thanks so much for that update. I really appreciate it.